You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. Today we return to the monthly series, Back to the Future, in which we discuss a renewed interest in traditional approaches to food, farming, and natural resource preservation. Today we're speaking with Minister Lisa Thompson from the Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, Food, and Rural Affairs about the Grow Ontario strategy. Welcome, Minister Thompson. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. Minister Thompson, let's start with what is the Grow Ontario strategy? Do you know, I would describe Grow Ontario's strategy as a culmination of conversations that I have had with every level of our stakeholder supply chain. And it's a vision. It's a beacon, if you will, in terms of how we build on the amazing sector that we're so very proud of in Ontario. And not only build, but grow. We need to build a stable supply chain and grow confidence amongst all of our consumers in Ontario that they have some of the best nutritious quality food growing right here in their own backyard across this province. And more importantly, when it comes to Ontario's agri-food sector, we have amazing careers and this strategy will lend itself to tie people together in the promotion and attraction of people to the careers and the job opportunities that we have not only today, but into the future as well. Wow. So lots of ways to grow Ontario. And I love that you said that it was a discussion and a vision. You know, sometimes when we see things in print and sometimes when governments publish things, they can seem so formal and they are, but it's wonderful to see that it's still a discussion, meaning there's both sides to it and lots of input and that it's a vision of the way forward together. I love that. And you touched on it a little bit, but why does Ontario need a Grow Ontario strategy? In my experience, I am not only hearing, but I'm seeing firsthand how the rest of Canada and jurisdictions throughout North America and around the world are looking to Ontario. We have a a farming sector in terms of primary production of food that truly is second to none. And so when we're experiencing geopolitical stresses around the globe, and the need for a secure supply of food, people are looking to Ontario. So it behooves us to come together as a community of people that are dedicated to this sector to think about how are we going to continue to increase our yield year over year like we already have been doing? And furthermore, how do we share our expertise and push the envelope to continue to be best in class. When I say best in class and pushing the envelope, I mean, how do we attract and encourage more investment in research and innovation to enable our farmers to be the very best? So ultimately produce and protein and quality grains and oil seeds are an absolute norm and easily available. 
you know, it, when I hear you talk about it, there's such a sense of responsibility, you know, not just for our community, certainly for that, but the nation and the world. And so this Grow Ontario strategy is going to make sure that we arrive forward together, which wonderful. And you had mentioned a lot of things that we'll talk about the supply chain, uh, attracting talent, retaining talent, a very integrated, coordinated and collaborative process, and also innovation. We'll talk more about that. And Minister Thompson, can you tell us what the three key priorities are in the Grow Ontario strategy? Yes. Uh, very early on, as we were consulting and, and discussing the need to have that beacon, that strategy to, to help focus everyone's efforts, there were three main priorities that came out. First of all, we needed to strengthen and stabilize our agri-food supply chain in this province of Ontario so that we can secure a stable supply chain right here in this province. And we need to talk about another significant pillar. If Ontario truly is going to lead by example, we need to increase our research and innovation that leads to technology and the adoption of new innovations because we want to advance the uptake of equipment and mindsets that will enable farmers and agribusinesses alike to grow the market for Ontario-made innovations. And then the third pillar in our strategy, because we know that across this province of Ontario, there is a shortage of people in terms of our workforce. People are, are looking to retirement and we also have businesses that would like to invest right here in this province. And I can tell you with absolute certainty that processors and agribusinesses alike and even on-farm jobs can be good quality careers for life. And that's something we're very proud of and that we want to shine a light on as well. Absolutely. And so three really, really important areas, strengthening the supply chain, expanding on the great work that's already being done, investing in innovation, and also attracting, retaining, and uh, growing uh, in Ontario, the mm -hmm. talent that keeps the agri-food system going. And I couldn't agree with you more, you know, because of the special moral status of food, the jobs in agri-food and in farming are very prestigious and offer such an incredible contribution to not only our communities, but humanity. And Minister Thompson, could you expand just a little bit on the stability of the agri-food supply chain? Is there any other examples of things we can do that um, the ministry's thinking of to strengthen the stability in the supply chain? Absolutely. We have a greenhouse sector in the province of Ontario that's absolutely second to none, not only in the products that they grow, but in their desire to be leading edge. And I can tell you with certainty that there's a lot of research happening right now that we want to continue to support so that we don't have to rely on other jurisdictions to provide that, that healthy food source. And ultimately, if we shorten the supply chain and we're producing it right here at home, we'll eliminate that seven to $8 head of lettuce that some people were experiencing uh, back at the end of 2022 because it was coming all the way from California. And so that's what we mean by a, a secure and stable supply chain. Let's be producing the products that Ontarians need close to home. So we shorten down that supply chain 
and that's a positive impact in terms of our overall carbon footprint and we have that good quality nutritious product hitting our shelves in grocery stores across Ontario in a timely fashion. But there's something more that I want to share with you as well. We want to take care of our home base, of course, that uh, number one priority. But in Ontario, it's important to recognize that our Ontario greenhouse sector exports 75% of all produce that they grow in this province already. So again, it's an example of if we continue to innovate and adapt our best practices to meet demand based on the realities that we have in this province, not only can consumers across Ontario have confidence in good food growing right here at home, but we are going to be in a position that we can continue to export and give certainty to other jurisdictions around the world. I think that's an incredible vision, and it, I guess it is true. Good things do grow in Ontario. Thank you so much, Minister Thompson, for your vision and leadership in keeping Ontario growing. I appreciate that very much. And uh, and uh, in that statement, you made me think of our our amazing brand that promotes Ontario produce, Foodland Ontario, and uh, and that that tagline uh, is very very relevant for uh, over 40 years and it's going to continue to be because we need to take pride and continue to look at ways to ensure good things continue to grow in Ontario. I couldn't agree more. After the break, we'll talk about the social significance of the Grow Ontario strategy with Minister Lisa Thompson from the Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs. This is Food for the Future, and I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. Welcome back. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist. You're listening to Food for the Future. We're speaking with Minister Lisa Thompson from the Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs about the social significance of the Growing Ontario strategy. Minister Thompson, the vision of the Grow Ontario plan talks about pride and trust in agricultural products produced in Ontario because they serve the needs of not only Ontarios and Canadians, but really families across the globe. And there's a lot to be proud of. And I'm wondering, Minister Thompson, what do you admire most about our food, our farmers and the agri-food businesses? I think overall, what I most admire are the people who choose to grow food, people who choose to work in the value chain, people who choose to work in agri-food research and innovation are doing so because we have such a legacy in Ontario of good things growing in this province. But we're, we're not resting on our laurels. And we're looking at how we can improve our best practices from precision application so that we're growing the very best grains and oil seeds in fields across this province through to ensuring that sources of protein, whether it be pork or beef or or goat are available and meeting consumer demand. And I think about the diversity of our province and how our farmers and our agribusinesses 
are looking to make sure that the food that we're producing in 2023 and beyond are meeting consumer demand. And that's what I'm most proud of. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, when we think agri-food industry, it sounds impersonal, but it really is a collective of many, many people. It's the farmer, it's the food handler, it's the innovator, it's a person just like yourself, Minister Thompson, saying, we're going to do something about it. And it's the people in the system that really make it so fantastic. I'm thinking of Dave Bolton, a farmer who we had on the show. Uh, he did the Christmas Eve show and we were doing, um, you know, kindness and various virtues. And I said, well, what are you grateful for? And he said, I'm grateful I get to live the life that I live. And oh my gosh, there wasn't enough Kleenexes in my house to listen to that. That it's tough out there for farmers. It's tough out there for people in agri-food. And that of all the Hollywood movies ever written in literature through the ages that we heard a farmer Christmas Eve say he was grateful to live the life he got to live. I just think those are the people that are in agri-food. And those are, it's definitely something to be proud of. Um, I'll put you on the spot, Minister Thompson asked, do you know how many people work in agri-food roughly? And how does the Grow Ontario plan help those interested in working join the people that we've just been talking about that are so admirable? Do you know, we have one in 10 people working in primary production of food or the value-added processing and manufacturing right now in this province of Ontario. So that represents over 700,000 people and we need more. I can tell you in working with our processing and manufacturing sectors that are part of our value chain, they're not realizing their full efficiencies or introducing new product development in terms of uh, processing lines because they just don't have the people right now. So they're looking to innovation to see where robotics and technology can, can help out in that regard. But it all comes back to that person that takes pride in, in helping produce and make available good quality food. It's very, very rewarding to see some of those things happen. You know, I, the premier, myself, and the minister of economic development, trade and job creations, we were just together in Hamilton a couple of weeks ago at celebrating the fact that Bimbo Canada, formerly known as Canada Bread, was investing an additional $15 million in their Hamilton plant to expand their production. And what does that represent? That represents a secure demand for our grains growing here in Ontario. And it also represents good quality jobs. And I think we should be very confident in the future. And young people, when they start thinking about what kind of job can I take pride in? What kind of job will give me a good quality of life? I really think they should be taking a look at the agri-food industry. It's important to talk about the careers in agri-food early on in high school. And that's why our government made it mandatory to teach about agri-food careers in grade nine and 10 career and guidance curriculum. And, you know, we hope more and more boards, you know, really expand on that as well, because uh, there's so much opportunity. Right, right. So I'm really glad that you mentioned the next generation and schools. And so students listen to the show as well, or their parents or friends, and they can find out more about agri-food jobs from their guidance counselors. Is there anywhere else that the Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs can support young people looking to uh, find out about jobs in agri-food? 
Well, again, uh, we have a uh, an organization that we work closely with known as Eggscape and A-G-S-C-A-P-E, Eggscape. They work with teachers to develop materials that complements curriculum already taught in the classroom so that people can see uh, the diversity of Ontario's agri-food industry as they're learning. And uh, I'd also be remiss if I didn't point out that there's two traditional organizations in rural Ontario that certainly should know no boundaries, and that's 4-H as well as junior farmers. You mentioned you were a, a home economist. 4-H enables young people who love cooking or interested in growing a garden the opportunity to learn about the production of food and the crafting of amazing meals outside of the classroom. And then junior farmers, of course, is an opportunity to bring, you know, young adults together that are like-minded to celebrate and and carry on the the drive to grow the industry in their own way. So there's many different ways, but uh, those are some that pop to mind immediately. Fantastic. And 4-H, as you had mentioned, really, really wonderful and meaningful, not just in the uh, agricultural youth's uh, areas, but everyone that knows someone in 4-H is always in excitement with it. And the junior farmers have just had a big celebration of uh, how long they've been in place. So lots of places for young people to find out about agri-food jobs and just why it's just so prestigious to be part of the uh, the people who are really building a great future through food. In this show, Minister Thompson, we try to bring the humanities, so history, philosophy, creativity, to today's food dialogue. How do these approaches align with the growing Ontario plan? Uh, I really appreciate this question because I think all of us take a moment to reflect on the amazing evolution of farming here at home in Ontario and around the world. I would listen to my father talk about how my grandfather adopted from, you know, bringing in the hay for the cattle uh, on a, with, on a wagon and, and a team of horses. And my dad would reflect on how quickly equipment and technologies evolved through his lifetime. The precision in agriculture now is second to none. And I think about young people, like, again, there's so many opportunities when it comes to careers, whether it's um, through working with equipment or computer science with GPS and, and precision application of, of nutrients and or inputs that will help crops grow as best as they can through to how we prepare foods. And again, so it's from everything that's experienced in field through to the, the preparation, through to the final delivery of an, a delicious meal on the table. To me, when you talk about humanities, from the history of how we used to do things through to the philosophy of good food growing right here at home and good access to that food through to the creativity in terms of adapting to new technologies and or being creative with how you ultimately serve that food up. I think people should be excited and proud. You know, your show is called Food for the Future. And I I hope I've given some people some food for thought, and I just want to thank everyone that has chosen to 
participate in our agri-food sector to date. And anyone listening, I encourage you to seriously take a look at where our sector is going because there's so much potential. And the Grow Ontario strategy is hopefully one tool that will help harness that potential to give us confidence in the future. Wonderful. Just wonderful. Thank you, Minister Thompson, for sharing your expertise and dedication with us today. And thank you to the whole team. And uh, the Grow Ontario strategy is very, very encouraging. Thank you so very much. And I hope we can speak again. There's a lot of amazing things coming down the pipeline in terms of supporting our young people and creating more awareness of the amazing careers that we have in our agri-food sector through to celebrating the good things that are growing right here at home in Ontario. All right. I'll look forward to our next conversation. Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking about the Grow Ontario strategy with Minister Lisa Thompson from the Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs. Each week, we leave you with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about. What could you do to help build a flourishing agri-food sector in Ontario? Something to do. Search Grow Ontario, a provincial agri-food strategy to learn facts and figures and to find out more about agri-food talent, innovation and many other opportunities. Next week on the show, we return to the monthly series, Food for Thought. We welcome Ducks Unlimited as we discuss their partnerships with beef farmers in Canada in special acknowledgement of the United Nations World Wildlife Day coming up on March 3rd. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, home economist, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our platinum-level sponsors, Burnbrae Farms, Eggs for Life, and the Middlesex London Food Policy Council. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday at 8.30 on 980 CFPL and 980 CFPL.ca.